Well, we're back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, mostly rodeo fans this week, because this is a special rodeo episode brought to you by McGregor Company. John, welcome. Welcome to you, uh, Mr. Country, and uh, our, our monthly rodeo episode. And I tell you what, we've, uh, I was kind of going back, I think we started the rodeo episode in December, so this is mm-hmm. our third one. Uh, we had a heck of a start when we're, we'll get to interview guys like right. Tyson Durfee and Jake Pratt and and uh sage kimsey and then of course we back it up with some uh incredible talent uh named kerry clift right yeah uh so i heard the uh he's like the rodeo queen of the rodeo board like he's got that kind (laughs) of just kidding kerry holy moly i don't know how to respond to that but my laugh will be that right there, the podcast is over. There's Absolutely. nothing we can do to top <laughs> that that's comment right there. And then that's either. Gary, we got nothing but love for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And all joking aside, you guys, Gary, and, and the the entire Rodeo Board yes. here in Ellensburg just do a heck of a job. But if we're going to call them the Rodeo Queen of the, the Rodeo yeah. Board. Queen, not Princess Queen. Queen. Okay. <laughs> um, G- gets the biggest crown. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, you know, they were going to you know, schedule this week. But next next month, we're going to have him and, and Brian Twardoski on. Talking about he's gonna Carrie's gonna announce the opening act for the rodeo, Ellsberg Rodeo. Brian's gonna talk about the best of the best roping that's moving yep. from the the uh, West Star Arena into the Ellsberg Arena beforehand, which is I'm so pumped to be a little bit closer. It's easier for me to sneak away from the tractor a little bit to get into town and watch right. that. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're the Kid has Valley Sports Talk podcast, and I'm so pumped. And rodeo is a sport. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say that, and someone's gonna question me on that, but it really has connected this last week, and it's been connecting for a while. But here we're seeing the reports of Madison Bumgarner yeah. down in Wickenburg, the team roping capital of the world, winning jackpot yeah. team roping. I mean, he won Mason 20. Saunders. Mason Saunders. Yeah, yeah. Not Mad His Bob, alias. Ma- yeah. His how, alias. How cool is that? But so you wonder, because, you know, you hear about these guys that have these things in the contract that they can't do. Mm-hmm. So, and we were talking about this. I, I wish we could. Well, I'm glad we don't, but mm-hmm. I wish sometimes we could uh, record everything we talked about off the air yeah. because this is one of the things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's in his contract probably to not – I mean, I've read a few of those articles. I don't know officially it's a, if it's in his contract, but you hear about these guys that don't – that have things in the contract. You can't skydive or – I know Carl Malone couldn't ride a, a motorcycle, mm-hmm. but he's, he basically said, uh, well – the watered down version was forget that. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering if Mad Bum is like that or Mason Saunders. Mason Saunders. Yeah. Is he technically a long lost cousin of Michael Saunders that played for the Mariners? Probably. They're both Maybe. tall. One's I Canadian, one's not. Um, I know for a fact because uh, Abe Silvestri, ex baseball coach of mine, was a visiting clubhouse manager for the Giants and he's got a new role now. But he talked about how Bum Gardner, I mean, he has like a rope and arena at his house down in Arizona. Yep. And I was pumped um, to see that because obviously a guy from the Ellensburg area, that's a baseball guy. I was yep. like, that's yep. sweet. Um, but, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe he'll, maybe we'll see him. I know probably some of you guys, I feel like the roping community is a really tight knit. And I'm sure that yeah. it wasn't the roping community that, that let that out. It was someone saw a post on Instagram or something. Yeah. And he was so excited. His smile was huge on that. And it looked like his legs were dangling pretty far under the belly of the horse, too. So. <laughs> yeah, he's a he is a uh, tall athletic specimen. One, he's got a he's got a heck of an arm and he hopefully will rejuvenate his career there for the mm-hmm. for the Diamondbacks in Arizona. But um I said it in my text message to you earlier mm-hmm. today of 
Uh, you heard it here first, Madison Bumgarner. I don't know who his partner is going to be, right? But Team Roping World Champion in two two thousand twenty eight. Absolutely. Uh, that's eight years. So he's got another what? We'll just say another four or five years of pitching, mm-hmm. and then I'll give him four to uh, four to five years to get to into it. Get into uh, Team Roping as a full time event. I'm going to go on a limb and say he's he's probably one of the few getting into the sport the first year does not need a sponsor. I bet he <laughs> yeah. pays his way after those contracts yeah, yeah. he's had. <laughs> he probably doesn't need it, but maybe he's got so much. Now, now we're going off on a, on a tangent Absolutely. here, but maybe he's got so much marketability <laughs> right? that he could be one of those crossover athletes where uh, sponsors will be just throwing money at him <laughs> because, uh, I don't know, he just looks like a cowboy too. Oh, you know? He talks so, like he's he's a, from what I've heard, he, he looks yeah. like a, he has that mentality but so back to the rodeo because Mad this is Bum, the ro- Mason Saunders, whatever you're doing, he, keep on roping. We need to get him to the best of the best roping in a couple of years Gosh, when he's can retired. You imagine that? Yeah. That would be sweet. I would yeah. I would definitely wear a Kittitas Valley Sports Talk logo. 100%. I think we can make that happen. And you can get your wonderful wife, who's the creative uh, yes. talent here with oh, the, the cups. Best cups. That's if right. you're watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. she can make that patch. I think that can happen. Yeah. I think maybe we'll sponsor him. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be much, Mad Bum, but it'll be something. Um, and like I said, this is this episode is brought to you by the McGregor Company. That's our sponsor of the rodeo episode. Um, it's that time of the year. I know there. I think Kerry, you know, I talked about him being the rodeo queen of the rodeo board. Uh, he's running around with chicken with his head cut off because it's beautiful outside. Spring's here. It's the end of February, and those guys are doing great jobs fertilizing all the fields and spraying and keeping us top to top. I know that they have a, a farm here that they do all the. Uh, uh, research a test plot for us and it's freaking awesome as farmers you got to appreciate that so shout out to mcgregor company thanks mcgregor and the other one i want to talk about fitter's furniture our main sponsor of the whole thing and go down and see them on the corner of fourth and main and and uh, great stuff we, we really appreciate you guys uh, supporting this and supporting this the sports in our valley so let's talk some rodeo you know you talk about how the weather has been great. My, mm-hmm. According to my car, the weather, uh, my car temperature gauge was at 60 degrees today. Yes. Um, it's still chilly in the morning. Uh, so when you're thinking of chilly, uh, it doesn't it doesn't seem like rodeo. But I'm telling you what, the, the wintertime, especially down south, uh, it's a, I don't know if it's a busy time, but there's just so many big rodeos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, you had, well, in Fort Worth, and you got Denver, and in mm-hmm. Fort Worth, and in uh, in January, and then uh, you got San Antonio and and Tucson that just wrapped up. San Angelo as well. I mean, mm-hmm. those are huge, huge rodeos. And so, when you compare the wintertime season compared to like uh, basically Memorial Day through mm-hmm. mid September, uh, it, it's it's totally different in that. I mean, you're going a hundred miles an hour every day of the week uh, in the summertime, whereas the wintertime you can maybe be a little more, um, I don't want to say the traveling is easy, but maybe a little more methodical or have a little more downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you got like, like you got Denver that pays well over $400,000 and, and nothing against Odessa, Texas, which really kicks off the, the, the season. But Denver uh, starts around the same time as Odessa. And, and uh, uh, but I mean, shoot, you're winning, 10 15 grand down there and and i mean that's a huge start to to your rodeo and and, and we've seen that or to your mm-hmm. season pardon me and 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 we've seen that i'm pulling up the standings and i think you are too there country but well, uh, the one thing i'm pulling up is you're talking about all those rodeos and i'm just thinking how we were able to watch them these last two months is it the cowboy channel cowboy channel is regular network right um and every night they have the rodeo on 
Yeah, and so you know that's another thing. Let's, maybe let's not talk about the results yet. Let's just talk about rodeo in general and where where it's coming from. So when I first started uh, becoming a fan of rodeo in the late '90s and then covering it for the newspaper here in town, um, maybe there were definitely there was TV at the NFR, but um, I think shoot, I think that was when ESPN was still covering things. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when that stopped, but. You didn't see, I mean, obviously there was no apps, there's no Wrangler Network apps or Cowboy Channel apps or RFD TV and stuff, but it is just absolutely amazing the accessibility of rodeo, either on your computer, your phone, your TV. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm glad you mentioned that because, I mean, those guys aren't sponsors or anything like that yet. 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 Huge yet. It's going to shoot. I I mean, I've I've watched, uh, I will admit that I've watched Cowboy Channel and or Wrangler Network mm-hmm. while maybe shopping with my wife. Absolutely. Uh, maybe uh, maybe the steer wrestling and the team <laughs> roping gets more of my attention than well um, if, sales on milk and cheese. Okay, so you're in the grocery store. I was gonna say if you're if you're like a clothing store, I mean it's it's just you're sitting in the chair while they're trying clothes on. You can catch it up. It's a great thing. Which they probably would have had it. Men, I'm not going to give any thirty truth. years ago, but yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to give any truth to the absolutely correct rumor that I have sat down at right. a clothing store with like-minded men mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, watch rodeo on my phone so So the other thing i wanted to ask you and maybe i'm just throwing you on the spot and i shouldn't have done that but the formats that we've been seeing of the rodeos it's like a a, it's been different maybe maybe it's just me watching rodeo or watching these rodeos on the tv for the first time i'm torn i will say i'm torn uh because i understand you know you had you had huge rodeos like cheyenne the Mm -hmm. daddy of them all um, and Cheyenne can do what Cheyenne wants because mm-hmm. it's one of the biggest rodeos in the world. And uh, they went last year to a, um, I don't know, like a like a bracket time type of format where, I mean, Cheyenne is so big. Mm-hmm. And Ellensburg is a huge rodeo too, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But Cheyenne is a different level of big. And, and so they've got, you know, basically like qualifying rounds where you're making – maybe two grand or 2,500 to, to win the round, which don't get me wrong is a lot of money, but when you're used to leaving Cheyenne with 20 to 25 grand, mm-hmm. um, it, now they've changed the format to where you can't win as much money in the go rounds. And it's more weighted to the, mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, a, a final round, not even an average. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, every rodeo has their own take, uh, of, you know, the new format and stuff. I'm not really the biggest fan of it because, I like watching an average take shape. I mm-hmm. like how it takes four days for us to figure out who's going to win in, yeah. in Ellensburg. Um, and, but I'm a, I'm a rodeo fan. And so um, I, I understand the average. I understand the go round and the, what a, the difference between a long go and a, and a short go. And, and, uh, and I know you do too. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so, but I also understand the rodeos are trying to get maybe a more of a casual fan, maybe more of an urban fan. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I remember an interview I had with uh, with Rick Cole, uh, a longtime board member, and uh, you know I was asking him his take on why why does he think that PBR has more TV coverage than than rodeo or traditional TV coverage at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, you know, a kid in in an apartment in New York City doesn't understand bulldogging, right? But he dang sure knows that. In bull riding, you got to stay on for eight seconds. People can understand that. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess you're, they're just trying to get to the more casual fan. And, and, um, I, me, I like averages. I, yeah. I just, I love knowing that a guy who's coming in in fifth or sixth place on a Monday afternoon in Owensburg could still, you know, win six or seven grand. So, yeah. And it, Hey, and it's like what we talked about in the last episode. It puts some relevance on the regular season of basketball. Mm-hmm. It puts the relevance of how you've done the whole weekend. Right. And lead, I'm with you. I, I, it is, I mean, I'm sure there's some excitement to it, but I just don't, I, I like how it was. You know, it, I would say this. I thought that, um, you know, maybe that's a, a question we can talk about uh, mm-hmm. with the rodeo board on, on another uh, podcast episode is, you know, a handful for, for th- two or three years, um, Ellensburg partnered up with cinch. Mm-hmm. That was cinch awesome. had the cinch shootouts. And I thought that Ellensburg did a great job of holding to its tradition of a, a of an old school traditional rodeo. But, and I say it all the time and anybody that listens to me talk. And unfortunately my wife and kids are forced to at times, <laughs> but so pardon my, my repetition, but I've always said that Ellensburg does an incredible job of holding on to tradition and, but also adapting to the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, what I thought that Ellensburg did really well is, is partnered with Cinch and their Cinch shootouts to where that gave that playoff atmosphere. And we did that on a, or I say we, they did that on a, on a Sunday after, you know, Sunday evening. And it was great. I mean, shoot, let's remember, um, uh, Jake Miner and, and, uh, Garrett Rogers went in 10 grand at the Cinch shootout. Mm -hmm. Did it count to the PRCA world standings? No, but, um, if I found ten grand in my wallet, I'd be I, happy I would, with that. I'd figure out something to do. I with would it, be you know? okay with that. So I, I thought, and that those are quick hit, you know, and it was a, like a really quick rodeo, mm-hmm. and it was it was fun. It didn't really catch on, uh, which is unfortunate because um, I just thought it was really cool. I'm glad that it wasn't the the way the rodeo went, but I'm also glad that it was like one of those you know quick yeah. hit things. And um, I wish that would have caught because we loved going to that. My wife and I. It was we fun. Were dating at the time, probably, but. Yeah, uh, no, it was great. It was exciting. It was quick. Yeah, we got in, got in, yeah. got out. You got your excitement, and then the Sunday night's always a good night if you don't like crowds. Yeah, the beer yeah. garden was awesome. <laughs> yeah, for me, that was more yeah. of a long well, you local hydrate. scene. You have Absolutely. to hydrate. You got to go down. You have to hydrate. So <laughs> you know, I, I, for from a from a rodeo fan perspective, and and I've been a fan for, you know, twenty a little over twenty years now. So I mean, there's some people who could you know tell me how even traditional rodeos today are are completely different than they were in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and, and such but um at the end of the day i just want guys to get paid yeah. um i um you know i would love to have more exposure for these guys but not at the uh, expense of um you know not at the expense to where they're untouchable by the fans that's another great thing about rodeo is is that shoot you're going to be you're going to be watching the greatest athletes in the world uh in ellensburg or mm-hmm. in nfr or cheyenne or St. Paul, wherever you're going to be. But at the same time, once their event is done, you're probably going to be standing with them in the food line. I Absolutely. mean, uh, they're just, uh, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and talk more of the standings and how things are panning out after this message from McGregor company. 
Access to moisture is arguably the number one factor limiting yields in our region. Hi, I'm Kat Slois, the Director of Research for the McGregor Company. Phosphorus is critical in developing deep fibrous roots, but largely ties up before ever reaching your plant. Instruct by McGregor's protects and maximizes your phosphorus investment by keeping it more plant available longer. Instruct improves nutrient efficiency, establishes larger roots earlier, and ultimately increases access to soil moisture. The results of Instruct are striking, exclusively at McGregor's. All right, we're back after that message from McGregor Company. John, let's talk about some stats, the hard numbers, uh, their rodeo season's well on their way. I'm looking here at the Pro Rodeo Tour standings. And the local guys are doing all right here. Let's see. We got the uh, tie-down roping. We got um, Jake Pratt's in 16th right now, $3,500. I'm pulling them up as we speak. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that tour is really cool. There were there was a time when uh, Ellensburg wasn't on it. You know, they, mm-hmm. they were always on it. And then there was a little bit of a break from it because they, you know, they just changed things. And now um, I'm glad they're on it because, you know, that that qualifies guys for, for Puyallup and um, Payout-wise, Puyallup is is not quite as big as Ellensburg, mm-hmm. um, but it's a huge payday that you can qualify for, and and um, um, yeah. So from the from you know the I can't remember off the top of my head. I think there's about fifteen rodeos between now and and Labor Day weekend that make up the the tour. That um, so you got your world standings, uh, but you know the money and points that you get at certain rodeos like in Ellensburg. Um, can count toward uh, tour standings as well, and and uh, you know Ellensburg is it's always going to be an elite rodeo, but the fact that it's the last one on the tour before you qualify for Puyallup, so um, those are one of those things where you know the world standings get all the attention, but the tour standings, I mean, shoot that that uh, dictates the guy's paycheck as well and and schedule. So mm-hmm. um, and speaking of Puyallup, we were at the Puyallup rodeo last year. Uh, for the um, semifinal and final rounds and watching that some of the best athletes in the world in just a soup of an arena uh, it was so muddy and, and it rained so <laughs> so hard um, but yeah those tour standings you know world standings always watch them the tour standings you gotta just keep on watching All yeah right. uh, so like I said Jake Pratt there he's doing well looking like he's sitting there in uh in the top 20 and we got riley minor and brady minor and 21st in the in the stands right now they're about around three thousand dollars earned and like we were just talking just a second ago right there was another minor doing well miss jordan jordan riley's yeah. wife yeah won a breakaway roping she is a, a breakaway roping extraordinaire mm-hmm. and um you know it'd be nice to see her win a bunch of money as well absolutely and uh uh you know and and you, you talk about like what are they qualifying for so one of the big ones here it's on my list of things to uh, discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, the American, yes, the American is that. Uh, well, it used oh, to be right. It used to be the one day rodeo, but now a two day rodeo, where you know there's there's qualifying rounds uh, throughout the year to get to the American, and uh, shoot, that's where you know one round, boom, hundred grand to the winner, and uh, you know it's amazing how hard you work to make it there, and then. For a bulldogger, you know, three and a half, three point seven, three point eight seconds later, you can win a hundred grand, or you could leave with a pat on the back and maybe some swag that doesn't pay your bills. And so, um, the American that's going to be uh, that's at Jerry World. I was going to say uh, that's where at, you were uh, just at Cowboy Stadium, which mm-hmm. is a absolutely huge 
yeah. huge stadium. They they fit two rodeo arenas in there. Wow. Um, you know, they fit them to fit mm-hmm. into the, the stadium there in Dallas, but um, I mean, just an absolutely huge place. And uh, you know, I've seen it on TV. It's a bucket list rodeo for me for sure. Um, Dallas is not that difficult to get to, so maybe we're just gonna have to go there. I think that's gonna pay for happen. by a kid at S Valley Sports I think so. Talk. But, I think uh, so. Um, <laughs> if you want to sponsor our trip, uh, email us at kids Valley Sports Talk. At <laughs> we take cold hard cash. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Or Venmo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the American is uh, the seventh and eighth. So uh, you know, on the seventh, hopefully, um, Kittitas and Ellensburg basketball teams are going to be playing for state titles right that night. But uh, in Dallas, the seventh uh, that Saturday is is uh, opening day of, of the American, and then of course the eighth is when the the checks are going to be uh, paid out. And and those people who qualify through uh, not an automatic qualifier, but qualify through those qualifiers through the year, if, if they end up uh, uh, hoisting uh, the big check, uh, that's a that's a million bucks to them. And you know, guys like Sage Kimsey and and Wade Sundell have have won that. Uh, uh, Richmond champion, uh, bareback rider who's won Ellsberg three times. He's, uh, he won the very first American. I mean, a million bucks. I mean, that's life changing. Heck yeah. I mean, we were just joking about like 10 grand at the Sun <laughs> shootout being life changing money, which it is a mm-hmm. million dollars. I mean, I, I wouldn't know what to do except be scared. That would so. be hide it and not tell anybody for a while. That's what I do. Yeah. I have plans, but. Well, it yeah. looks like they got some big ones coming up. Obviously, the Americans coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rodeo Houston's on the way. Yep. Um, we're just getting rolling in this. Thing. The thing, the thing about Houston and the American, right there, mm-hmm. um, is those used to be. You know, Houston was part of the PRCA and then kind of went out on its own because mm-hmm. it's so big it can. But uh, last year, Houston and the American, you know, could partially count toward uh, PRCA standing. So if you win the million or the win the hundred grand at the American, not all of it qualifies. I think it's. Uh, I think it's twenty five grand off the top of my head to mm-hmm. qualify. Same thing with Houston as well, because Houston's got their fifty thousand um, dollar the shootout round, and and uh, so you you win there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to say the the NFR is wrapped up for you, but uh, let's just say you're in the driver's seat. And to know, and and those are both March rodeos. So to know that you've got the NFR wrapped up, or at least the NFR is within a, an easy grasp of you. I don't want to say that takes the pressure off. You could still get hurt or still get in a funk on the road. But man, oh man, knowing that you got the NFR wrapped up, you know, nine months or six months before the season yeah. ends, I mean that that's huge. That'd be awesome. And it funds your and it funds your your the rest of the your year. rodeo in right. You know, uh, it funds your inter fees. It funds your diesel and you know all the you know funds your uh, trips to Cracker Barrel when you're in the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> you're, which you're, sounds really delicious. Right come now. Cowboy Christmas if you win early, you're probably eating a little better on that. Uh, I think so. I think, little, I think so. Run yeah, there. exactly. Absolutely. Um, well, so you know, I I would say um, plenty of winter rodeos to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Rodeo Austin is is uh, around the corner. You talk about the American and and Houston as well, but shoot. Come April uh, in May, we're going to be in the California run. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, we're going to talk about huge rodeos, but let's get a little more regional. So you've got the High Desert Stampede mm-hmm. uh, down there in uh, Redmond, Oregon uh, in March. Um, uh, and for those that don't know, that's, uh, you know, Central Oregon in March is still pretty dang cold, but mm-hmm. I can tell you it's indoors. Um, which, which is, is which is nice yes. yeah <laughs> uh so i mean before you know it i mean we got a wh- ways to go before 
uh, Labor Day gets here, but um, there's still plenty um, of rodeo uh, that's going to be, you know, closer and closer. Like I said, Redmond, Oregon, and then California run. I've been to the Red Bluff Roundup there. It's really cool, the rodeo, and and um, just a fun time. Before you know it, it's going to be Cooley City time for a Memorial Day weekend and then Fourth of July run. And um, Do you have any rodeos that... Uh, I have a rodeo bucket list that yeah. uh, adapts every year. Um, yeah. Any rodeos that like are must-sees for you? I've always wanted to go up to the Calgary Stampede. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only... I just never... I mean, I have the wrong occupation to be doing those mm-hmm. things. And Cheyenne, of course, would be awesome. Yeah. But I was thinking about watching those on... Ta- or the, the ones we just got done watching. It'd be fun to go down to... Uh, San Antonio. Uh, that would be that fits in my schedule to be able to go down yeah. to that. So before yeah. cabin season starts, I yeah. think that'd be a lot of fun to go see that. That'd be awesome. Um, I, yeah, I'd like to see. Well, you know, the American and stuff. But you know, uh, there's everybody. If you talk to anybody, they say like one's like uh, go to Joseph Oregon. Mm. One, it's absolute God's country there. Incredible, incredible views and scenery. Great rodeo and stuff like that. Um, we have a bucket list of rodeos in terms of a bucket list to return to. So, uh, the sisters down there in Oregon is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, Caldwell night rodeo is, is nuts. Really? Uh, those people are incredible, incredible fans. And, uh, um, Randy Corley, the announcer there, he just has them in the palm of his hand. I mean, it's that the chemistry there is pretty, pretty dang cool. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's a, it doesn't matter where you go. Rodeo is going to be great, but every rodeo has their own little, um, you know, a twist or, uh, you know, tweaks on what they do and stuff and just go. It's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I need to get out and go see some more. We'll go. Maybe this hay and season will cooperate so I can't go. Yeah. Don't jinx it. No, it's yeah. not going to happen. So, well, looks like that wraps up a, our, our special rodeo edition brought to you by the McGregor company. And thank you, McGregor company again. And go check them out if you need some fertilizer and, and spray needs and, I uh, can't wait for next month. We got a big episode planned. That's right. Might even have a special guest calling. We don't know yet. But I don't know. We could. I don't want. We won't tell them yet. All right. Well, until next time, folks. Take care and get out there and watch some rodeos. I'm Ian McGregor of the McGregor Company. There are so many decisions that are required to produce a successful crop, from selecting the right variety, rotation, nutrition, or crop protection. Management is a full-time job. At the McGregor Company, we view our role as that of a partner. It's not about making a sale, it's about producing the best crop to help our customers succeed. What we earn here, we invest here, just as we have for more than 130 years. The McGregor Company, your partner for success.